0: Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of Bedrock City Presents Uncanny Universe Podcast. And on this week's episode, we are talking about Infinity Pool. That's right. Infinity Pool. You haven't heard of it? Go see it. Uh, well or or don't. Stick around and find out. But we're gonna go get this thing going.
1: Hey everyone, this is Dylan.
0: And I'm Michael. Yes, I believe we did the trailer for Infinity Pool a couple I of think weeks so. ago. Um and we'll talk about it later of course Um, and we will be spoiling infinity pool there is a lot to spoil because the trailer gives you vibes uh, and tone doesn't give you a lot of plot so if you are concerned with infinity pool spoilers you're good for the next 40 minutes and then uh, you know probably turn it off but we'll give you another warning at the time but first Dylan the news
1: all right, I'll start with a big one. We got a a big one. Final question mark trailer for Shazam Fury of the Gods. That's we the, did. Uh, a.k.a. Shazam 2. Yes, it's coming out March 17th. So it's right around the corner. Um, and I feel like I guess I'll start. I felt like the trailer was the whole movie. Um, yeah,
0: right. <laughs> like I was just like, yours, wow. I
1: felt the same way, actually. We okay. have two of these this week, okay. but I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I watched this and I was like, "Cool, I don't need to see Shazam anymore." So right. I would actually recommend our listeners not go and watch this. I if agree. They, like, you're interested in seeing the movie.
0: If you're already interested in seeing Shazam, this trailer isn't going to sway you one way or t'other. I think this is a uh, exactly. Uh, and I've seen it now. Now I actually want to see it less because I feel like I've seen the film.
1: Yeah, I hate when they do that. Yeah, um, we got to see a lot more of like Helen Mirren and Lucy Liu i guess the villains um the daughters of atlas and they're uh they're back to take the they want to take the power back from the uh the the shazammers
0: <laughs> from the from the shazammers as they are known. and they're
1: like i want my power and the and shazam family's like no it's our power and then that's the story i guess i mean
0: yeah that seems that seems about about And the, they want to the also destroy
1: the world um, well i mean yeah obviously too. yeah and there's a dragon and he calls her Khaleesi. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Really up to date.
0: What a reference. Wow.
1: Um, I okay.
0: What? Look, I, tell I, me, make me I'm, more excited for this, Michael. I, you're talking to the wrong person. I'm really tired of being a hater, man. Like, cause look, as you will find out in about 40 minutes, I can like stuff. I can be passionate. I can enjoy it. Just weird stuff. Just, well, yeah, just weird stuff. Uh, uh flashback to our uh, crimes of the future review uh from a year ago. Um but anyway, um no man, like this movie looks uh big mid. It does not look I hope, more than I hope hashtag it's not. more than mid.
1: Uh, me too. Because I like the first Shazam, so I'm really rooting for it.
0: The only problem with Zachary the first Shaz- Levi. The biggest problem with the first Shazam was that it was released in July or the summer. And it was a, yeah. obviously a Christmas movie.
1: At least this one looks more season appropriate, more seasonal. Yeah.
0: Also, um, Helen Mirren's costume is weird. That's all. Yeah, everyone looks.
1: The costumes for the Shazam family look better than the first one. Did, well? Yeah, they've had more time to. Get yeah. with the Program. And like, I don't know, what more is there to say? The fact that it's like I I saw this I think in a tweet, but it was like. The fact that Black Adam and Shazam are coming out six months apart but have no connection is why we need a DC reboot. And it is like it is wild that like you're seeing a guy with the same costume, but it's red now, and it's like not at all connected in any way. It's kind of weird, wild, isn't it? It's from the it, same it, studio and same universe. <laughs> it, extremely weird. It's it's like it's, if Iron Man came out and then like War Machine movie came out and it was but like they're not well, related, they're not connected. Yeah, it's weird. Like,
0: I mean, they might be connected, but like who would ever know,
1: you know, not, like, but not in any meaningful way.
0: Right. You know, Not not in a way other than, Oh yeah, they're totally in the same world. Okay. I mean, until, until rock shows up in the end of the movie.
1: I mean, it might happen, but I don't know.
0: I don't think so, man. Do
1: What's your bet. You think no for, for do, it, up?
0: I think probably not. If I'm going to be honest, I think probably not. Um, I think maybe they filmed something while they were filming Black Adam. There's no way they brought Rock back to film stuff for this. That didn't happen. They might have shot something during Black Adam. And I think they probably cut it, though.
1: Yeah, Mike, I was going to say the same thing. My guess is if they did film something, I would think Gunn wouldn't want to promise something that they can't deliver on. So right. I would think they would have just taken it out like they took out Keaton from Aquaman 2, you know, right.
0: And I think we'll never know. Because that, that will never end up on a disc somewhere.
1: Yeah. I don't think I'd say just include it. <laughs> I don't know. Well, yeah, of course. We all know that it's all ending, like except Zachary Levi. He doesn't know, but he'll learn soon. Well, he know. doesn't
0: know a lot of things. Oh,
1: We don't talk about that. Okay. No, we don't talk about we, <laughs>
0: No, no, we don't.
1: Search Zachary Levi online. Okay. Uh <laughs> more DC News. Uh Doom Patrol. These are two of the final, I think this are Lois and Clark, but two of the final DC shows have been canceled. Doom Patrol and Titans. And these were the HBO Max ones. They started on the DC Universe app. Remember that? The streaming service? I, I do. And then they carried over to HBO when Wait, that went Titans away. Wait, Titans was
0: a streaming show first? I thought it was on CW and then moved to streaming.
1: No, it was a DC Universe show.
0: Okay. I, I There's so much movement, I just don't recall. Excuse me. Yeah.
1: <laughs> How dare you? Um, I'm so sorry. But I'm yeah, not... so they carried over to HBO Max and they each had four seasons, which I think is pretty respectable. You know, it's not like yeah, a RIP gone too soon situation uh, right. for for these shows because they're especially Titans. I think it's like not good. So I'm like shocked that it even made it that far, you know.
0: Right. Um,
1: but they said, while these will be the final seasons of Titans and Doom Patrol, we are very proud of these series and excited for fans to see their climactic endings uh it's just like a press release saying like goodbye you know don't let the door hit you on the way out
0: oh man um
1: james gunn responded to it because people were mad at him about the cancel like them being canceled and he said um the decision to end the series precedes us but i certainly wish the best for the talented group of creators actors and the rest of the crew that produced both shows cool um yeah someone asked uh if he could incorporate those shows into the DCU mm-hmm. and then he said, sure. Um, what characters slash performers playing those characters we keep in the DCU. I know that's that was worded oddly, but that's what he said would be me and Peter's call, but it doesn't mean we can keep any TV show running indefinitely. So like, okay, here's my problem. Yeah. I wish he would just own up to it. Like, so it's like, like, Oh, that decision was before me. And it's like, yeah, it would be my call. He said, "Can you keep the character?" He's like, "Well, yeah, it would be my call." Like, that's not, it's not the, it's right. not the question. Like, people right. want to know, will you? Like, just say he's he's hey, learning we're very quick. Everything, I'm sorry. He's, like, see, I the thing to- is,
0: he's trying to do the Feige thing of like, very, uh, deftly not answering questions, and not seem like you're dodging, you know. But he's not doing that. It's.
1: But Feige does that at like a press conference where That's he's true. like press. Well, well Feige's on not on Twitter. Twitter. Yeah, exactly. Feige's not on
0: Twitter. Being he doesn't engage in that type of type of discourse, um, which I feel like, like is really weird. That James Gunn is, I guess, it's gonna he's, be a
1: problem at some point.
0: Of course. Well, like what? remember no the
1: way. like remember the Scarlett Johansson like streaming thing that happened during the pandemic. Like I feel like maybe James Gunn would have like she wasn't getting oh yeah yeah, yeah 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 yeah! that's right um terrible i feel like james gunn would have been like mouthing off about her on twitter like during the whole situation you know oh. and then he would have burned a bridge and they would be like it wouldn't have mended the way i feel like the disney black like black widow thing did
0: um i agree i, I agree. just hope
1: i hope drama doesn't come up and i hope he doesn't make it worse Is what i'm saying <laughs> so All far we'll he's say. doing okay well i'll say that he's doing fine but like He seems a little people-pleasing at this point. I wish he would just not, you know? Yeah. Clearly, he's told Momoa that he's sticking around. He's telling people they're sticking around, and maybe maybe I'll do something with you at some point, you know? Oh, yikes. Like, maybe I'll give you a few shifts uh, down the road if we need it. But not right now. Not at this time. Wow. We'll see. I don't envy him. That's a hard job to have.
0: Yeah, for real. I mean, he did inherit, like, a big... I mean, I, I, the phrase dumpster fire gets th- thrown around a lot, but he did inherit a sizable dumpster fire.
1: Yeah, and we don't know if he's going to be able to steer the ship until we see it, you know? Right. But speaking of, by this time, let us I feel like we have a dated commentary on what the DC slate will be because uh, by the time people are hearing this, they will know it. Uh, yes, we're recording this on Monday night, and on Tuesday is the day that the... um. Slate is supposed to come out. They had a press conference tonight, Michael, like right before so, we recorded with for, press for, and They revealed the slate to them.
0: Right. For reference, we are um recording this on Monday. We know we record on Tuesday, so we we are going yeah. to miss out.
1: Yeah, so we don't know what it is, but y'all do. Future um,
0: listeners, you know. We so Michael, what's we'll a, report on this next week,
1: I'm sure. Yeah. Um, what's your what's your uh prediction of oh. the Superman movie, which I feel like might be a given because he said he was writing one. I uh, look I, so
0: here's my prediction we're going to get the same characters I think we're going to get a Batman thing we're going to get a Superman thing a Wonder Woman thing um and then I think um it's going to cu- culminate with a Justice League I think they will not have learned from anything and they're going to d- make the same characters again that's my prediction it's probably wrong hmm. that's what I'm going with I don't even know if I'd be mad at that I mean, that's that's how you double down. Like, all right, look, we're starting over. Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman, here it is. All right? This is what you want.
1: I would almost respect that more than, like, doing some weird characters that he likes. There's Lobo. Like a Lobo movie? Yeah, that's... I feel like my prediction is we'll get something weird that, like, no one asked for. But he'll probably make it good, you know? Maybe that's the way to go. Like,
0: maybe Lobo is what, what the people want.
1: Will this Batman thing be the Batman Two, or will it be? Hmm. Yeah, um, the Batman Two for sure. A new Batman. It'll be the Batman Two.
0: Well, actually, you know what? I don't know. Are are they going to put it in? Are they going to build a universe around that?
1: No one knows if they want to. They should. Players or not?
0: I mean, if they're if they're trying to build a universe, that would be the way to go. I think. Um, but if not, then they, I'm not saying they have to. Also. We've said it many many times on the show that they don't need to just do what Marvel's doing. There's no shame in not doing a giant connected universe.
1: But they're going to. They said that.
0: It hasn't worked for anyone else. But like, they're different. Remember the U- the Universal Monsterverse, the d- the dark what was it called? Dark Universal
1: Dark Universe, yeah. Remember that? But that was bad. Yeah. I mean Invisible Man was good. But that wasn't part of it it wasn't no no sorry the one could one <laughs> yeah yeah well they had the mummy
0: um ugh. well but... either way like no one has done anything the thing is is like marvel has done this forever and they didn't start trying to make a giant there's no way they conceived that the mcu is going to be what it is right they maybe they hoped but like when they put out iron man they I don't think they had any idea that this is where they'd be at and that every other, you know, blockbuster popcorn type film would be trying to emulate that and have a a universe tag, the wizarding world or whatever, you know, like, get out.
1: Yeah. Like,
0: that's I just crazy. Think,
1: I think if they do do that, do do, it'll be. Yeah. um <laughs> I would think it would be more thought out and coherent than what we got before, which was like straight into BVS, which was Superman, Batman and Wonder Woman together. Like it felt really rushed. So it did. I would respect more if they like committed to solo titles for each movie before the big team up. But yeah, honestly, who knows? Uh, this is like really unrelated. But if they do recast Harley Quinn, if margot has gone, mm-hmm. I feel very committed to the fact that it should be Mia Goth as as harley quinn i feel like she'd be fantastic
0: so we were talking about that in the store actually um, okay matt brought it up because matt uh because we were talking about infinity pool he hadn't seen it i'm the only one at my sword seen it um but he he was pitching me a goth as harley quinn and i d- i don't dispute that that is obviously great casting but i was like i don't think she's gonna do that i think no, she's she
1: won't no no
0: <laughs> and and matt was like well margot robbie was still doing art house movies at the time i was like yeah but like I think this is different. Was she?
1: No, she started with Wolf of Wall Street.
0: Was she? When did I Tonya yeah. come out?
1: That's I Tonya was House after movie. Harley Quinn. Okay, but it's not that arty. No, yeah. She's you think a, Infinity Pool?
0: People, <laughs> come on! You think you're gonna do Pearl. Harley Quinn and Infinity Pool and Pearl? That being
1: said, I don't really know like anything about her.
0: Me neither. Uh, I have I personally, I have no, I've no, I don't know much about her.
1: But she seems very, like, script-driven, so I'm not sure she would do that. Yeah. But well, we can talk about it Barry later. with Barry Keoghan oh, as, yeah. uh, as Joker in See, the that's Batman a, two.
0: that's a weird call for me, too, although he already did Eternals. But, like, he seems like, you know, he's worked with Yorgos Lantimos. Like, we're talking, like, he's got... His art house credentials are strong. Yeah. And he's mm-hmm. out here doing Joker stuff. But he's doing it in the Batman, which is the more elevated
1: of the DC stuff. So, like... So maybe Mia Goth could be in that his his Harley in that universe. That could work. That that'd be it. But we already have Lady Gaga. It's like too many Harleys now. No more. <laughs> no. I'm tired. Um okay, we got some Marvel casting news. Um this okay. actress that I actually really like, her name is Ayo uh Adeb- Adebiri. Okay. Um she's from The Bear, which is really good. It's a Hulu show and Dickinson, it's an Apple Plus show. And um she was in um oh, theater yeah. camp. She was in theater camp, which is one of the Sundance movies that I watched this week. Okay. And she was like a big standout from that. But she's joining the Thunderbolts. And of course we know nothing about who she's playing. Of course. Um, but she's really funny. So generally in things that she's in. So I wonder if it'll be like a more comedic a comedic role. Um okay. It's probably just like a civilian or something. I don't know. Everyone's like Misty Knight, you know. Or something, right. Like, well,
0: I mean, well, uh, come on. That's what you do, right? Storm.
1: Everyone does that every time like a character. Is this Storm? Vaguely like like a comic book right. character. Um, oh, it's clearly so-and-so.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, um. Who knows? Obviously, like, uh, well, man, I don't even really know her. So I can't really, I'm not even going to speculate because I've never, I don't think I've seen her in anything. She looks familiar, but I don't. I'm looking at the list here. I I don't think I've seen her in any of this stuff.
1: She's a good stuff though. Take my word for it. I, I do. Good. I take your Rex. So, so be a standout. And um, I don't know. There's weird stuff going on with Thunderbolts. They like deleted the concept photo on social media, and people are wondering if the lineup is changing. And really. They're saying it's like it's being billed as like Black Widow 2 now, which I know is like would upset a bunch of people, but I really That's love Black Widow, so I'd be right. okay with it. But like I don't know. What if they just brought her back? No, no more. We need a little break. <laughs> <It's> too soon. <laughs> what
0: if they Already. just brought her back?
1: Here she is. Um Guess who's back? I'm really hyped for this movie. I hope it's good. I mean, I hope every movie is good, but particularly this one. I they hope it's not be. just a suicide squad ripoff
0: yeah Which that is is mean like that is definitely possible but it, it it's still hard to bet against marvel at this point it's hard to bet against the formula that's an
1: unpopular opinion michael because everyone says phase four sucked and there's did they like i good. mean i mean, I, mean I know people, they do but yeah.
0: but did it like what actually sucked about it like I can see Eternals complaints. I can see it. I like the Eternals, but it is bloated and long and, um, not for everyone. Yeah. It does not have character development for most people by, but by virtue of trying to have a ton of character development for everybody. Um,
1: but I still enjoyed the Eternals. Um, people didn't like black widow Eternals. Um, I liked black widow multiverse of madness, Thor love and thunder. Uh, Well, like, those are all going to be
0: Multiverse of Madness, Love and Thunder, and I liked Black Widow for what it was, but the last two you mentioned, Doctor Strange and Thor, were definitely not A-tier Marvel, but, like, I had fun. Yeah,
1: I think it's just, like, more inconsistent because it's riskier now. You know what I mean? That is true. But, like, we also got WandaVision and Loki and Spider-Man and Shang-Chi and... right. And Wakanda Forever, and like Falconer, like there's like there's a lot of good just stuff a in lot. there too. Yeah, I feel like there's still the same amount of really good things. It's just this mixed in with some okay things, right? Okay, but I have one more news story. Oh, um, Tomb Raider. It's getting a quote MCU style slate of Lara Croft projects on Amazon. Speaking Bruh. of things that would make Michael what, upset,
0: what was I just saying?
1: Amazon Prime Video has too much money, and they don't know what to do with
0: it. Amazon Prime needs to chill. Like, I really do. What are they doing? Like, look, Rings of Power didn't hit, dog. Like, I know people, I know, I'm sure people like it, but like, it, it didn't, didn't justify it didn't, its price tag. It did not do what they thought it was going to do. All right. Like, <laughs> she because, because look, we all got Prime already. Like, it's not going to make you extra dollars. You're not going to get new Prime subs because.
1: But I think they just want like the prestige of like having the Stranger Things, like the hit
0: sure. show. Right. Well, then just go buy Stranger Things for Netflix. Just go dump your Amazon yeah, just money on that. Go buy I mean, Wednesday. How, well, how much did they spend on that on Rings of Power? You know, like a billion dollars or some remember. nonsense, some crazy yeah, number, something
1: like that. Mm-hmm.
0: Would Netflix have sold Stranger Things for a billion dollars? No, I don't think so. Oh, I mean, maybe it's possible. The either way, either item. way.
1: But um, okay, so they're doing Tomb this... Raider CU. <laughs> the mm. Tomb, the Croft CU. CCU, TRCU, no.
0: TRCU. Uh, I don't like it because
1: it can't be all Laura Croft, right? It's going to be like other people, well, but
0: but but, um, but but she's in all the games, Dylan. And there's not other games in the universe. It's all Laura Croft games.
1: Okay, can you stop complaining enough for me to? Okay, tell you I'm what sorry. It is. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> Excuse it's, me. Uh, um, Dimitri M Johnson's DJ Two Entertainment this is the production studio. Oh, I love for that. a massive rights deal that we'll see them team up with Amazon for the. A TV show, a movie, and at least one video game, um, in which will be part of a connected Tomb Raider world. The plan is okay. to create an MCU style, and all signs point to this being the property Amazon is taking seriously. Um, <laughs> okay, it says it's amongst the among the largest commitments at Amazon at Amazon after Lord of the Rings. So they want you to know it's not with. It's not that level of commitment, but it'll still be a big commitment.
0: So, is the game going to be exclusive to Amazon Luna as well? I don't know. That's their cloud
1: streaming service. It's their Amazon okay. Stadia. But there's a tidbit of good news, okay? Okay. Um, it says that Phoebe Waller-Bridge is writing the Tomb Raider TV series, who okay. I love. She's really great. She wrote obviously Fleabag, did some on No Time... Uh, the James Bond movie, No Time to Die. Yeah. Um, She's super talented and I want her to get like a a huge project. So that's, I'm not even sure this will come out, but. Uh. I mean, look, I
0: I don't hate the concept of another Tomb Raider adaptation, sure. And, but I think describing it, so they described it as MCU style, not you, right? Like, yeah. Uh, so like, that's a little disingenuous because what that is, that is just a, you're telling the same story, because if it's just a movie, TV show, and video game, that's all going to be Laura Croft and like all connected, like uh, chapters of the same story. Like, who who sure. else? Oh, you can tell. Uh, what's the butler's name? She has a butler. I don't remember the butler's name.
1: You could do like a prequel with her dead dad. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> but like, it's a little bit putting the horse before the cart, you know. Like, do one good thing, and then like, and then we can talk about a sequel and then we can talk about a shared universe you know like right like yeah, you let's get your iron man out of the way before you even like start doing that at the very least but that's all my days anyway
0: all right well let's hear about that live sale
1: i bet you didn't know that we host a weekly live streaming comic sale dust off your old facebook account or borrow your grandma's login join us every wednesday night from 7 to 9 p.m central Bedrock City is the only verified blue check comic store on Facebook, meaning we're better than everyone else. It also means that we're trusted to bring you brand new quality key issues, comic bundles, variants, and more every week at super affordable prices. Even if you've already spent all your money on Fortnite skins like me, you can still join just to hang out and chat comics with Kevin Austin and me. For all the details not covered here, or if your auditory processing disorder didn't allow you to comprehend anything I just said, head over to bedrockcity.com/live to read all the details. Hashtag Adam.
0: And we are back. And before we get to my news, we are going to do our picks of the week. And I am picking a reprint, but it's not a second print, Dylan. Oh, it's not a third. What does print. that mean? It's not a fourth print. It is a fifth printing of i gotta say probably our favorite number one of the year at the clear lake store from 2022 eight billion genies number one Um, all right yes it's going to its fifth printing of number one which has got to be up there with one of the most reprinted books on the image from image like they don't do that a ton so this has been a very hot book um it's a very cool comic that we cannot keep in stock at our store so make sure you come and pick that one what if they printed more what if they just printed more?
1: Crazy idea. <laughs> yeah, right. What if they just printed more? What? It's crazy. The fifth printing's out. Guess we'll do a sixth print. <laughs> right. Yeah, right. But like, but, but, have but actually, would like popular. But
0: image never normally goes past a
1: second, usually. Uh there are exceptions, it's always of that, it's always that like insanely like buzzy title that gets a bunch, right. you know.
0: Has this been optioned or something? Like, I don't know why. Like, I mean, I know we like it a lot at a store, but like Maybe See, fifth printing is a lot. Anyway, come pick it up. They're also reprinting like all the first six. So,
1: oh, all together. Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah. Um, my pick is called Bloodline: Daughter of Blade Number One. It's about nice. a new character called Brielle Brooks, and she's a young, I guess, vampire slayer, and um, she discovers that her father is the infamous, infamous vampire hunter. And Day Walker known as Blade. Um the, Michael, co- the cover A looks really cool. When do you think this title was first solicited?
0: Slash teased? Um It the, was a long time ago. The right after they announced the Blade film. Or right, right after they announced mahershala Ali cast as Blade. Whenever You'd that be was wrong. Okay.
1: That, you're you're not too far off, actually. It was solicited in twenty fifteen. What? Yes. The 2015? daughter of Blade. The daughter of Blade title. Yep. Mm-hmm.
0: I I they had barely it. started working at Bedrock at that point that's well cool.
1: you, you finally got the book in I started so. in t- 2014
0: that's crazy
1: which it better live up to the hype I don't remember what there was like a reason for the delay of course
0: what it was but um, they were waiting to get finally the finally movie off the ground
1: I haven't read it yet but I flipped through it and the art looked pretty nice by Karen Darbo um, who I'm not familiar with and Danny Lore wrote it but well I've only seen see the cover out, but, you a, know.
0: but I can't wait to get in tomorrow and look at uh, the copies very cool all right um getting into my news here um hbo's the last of us or hbo has officially ordered a season two of the last of us um which is should be no surprise based on the news article that i read you last week where they gained a mil- literal million viewers between episode one and episode two um it's doing very very well for them um i have not kept up with it of course uh but i've heard nothing it's still good really things. good i'm caught up nice That's good okay I'm very excited. The last Um,
1: episode was pretty divisive, though. I don't know if you've heard anyone talk. I I have heard. I
0: have heard. Hmm. Um, So we'll see. But um, I will finish it at some point. Uh, But anyway, that is exciting uh, that they're going to make another one. Um, I wonder where they're going to end up uh, at the end of the season. You know, if they're going to get. Because did they say already if they're going to do like the whole game in the first season?
1: I think they implied that. But now I don't know.
0: Okay, we'll see. All right. All right. We mentioned a few weeks back that Robert Eggers of The Witch, The Lighthouse, and The Northman is going to be making Nosferatu, the remaking Nosferatu, the uh, the early film, silent vampire film. Um, and Bill Skarsgård and Lily Rose Depp have already been cast, but recently added to the cast is no surprise here. Willem Dafoe, uh, presumably um, as Nosferatu, I guess, <laughs> like... Um, or Bill Skarsgård is going to be Nosferatu I don't know Nicholas Holtz in it too this, this movie is going to rule Um, we don't know really anything about it other than that it exists so I'm hype yes me too very very cool Um, so I'm going to get to some trailers everything almost everything I have left is a trailer Um, except for this so there's a 4k release coming out Um, in April that I just want to point everybody to Um, Scream Factory is doing a 4K of Wes Craven's The People Under the Stairs which is a really underrated Wes Craven film that I absolutely love it is Hmm. I mean when you're talking Wes Craven you're you're talking Nightmare you're talking Scream Red Eye uh, of course we can't forget Red Eye you're talking Last House on the Left but I think The People Under the Stairs gets um, overlooked and it's finally getting a 4K uh, so definitely worth checking out in April so so um i also have several trailers to mention here um some of them came out uh in front of the movie we saw which is called i forgot the name of the movie infinity, infinity pool. pool yeah i'm struggling I was like, what, what movie did i see um but we'll talk about those in a second um there's a trailer for a new netflix film starring david harbour uh directed by christopher landon in a quote amblin style adventure um and it's called we have a ghost um this is coming out to Netflix February twenty fourth, starring Anthony Mackie, David Harbor, Tig Notaro, Jennifer Coolidge, and others. Um, the trailer was cute. I thought it was it was fun. It's a lighthearted. It is Amblin style. By that they mean like a Steven Spielberg esque family horror movie, like oh, horror themes, but not a horror film. Um, what do you think about the trailer, Dylan?
1: I thought um do you mean the movie i thought it was really good <laughs> uh we're reviewing the movie the trailer gave everything away everything yeah. all of it i don't I even mean, need to see it it's possible that it didn't and it's just like there's that much in the movie but, but for like, a netflix I, film i doubt it yeah i feel like it was just way too much they showed it's lots very... of different like visuals and like moments that you could tell would have been like funny in the like when they when the when Jennifer Coolidge sees the ghost for the first time she jumps out the window, like I could tell that's probably like a lot funnier in context, you know. Of course. But, like, that's something you could have saved. Cause so, now I know that's gonna happen. Like right. she's like, Oh, I don't believe that there's a ghost. Like now I know well she's gonna see it and get scared. Like it's Yeah, it's too I much. really
0: I really hate it when they like over reveal visual gags. Um
1: Yeah. But, but I do love Christopher Landon, you know Me too. He's my ride or die, so I'll watch it.
0: So I would say without having that name attached, I do like some of the actors in the film, but having Christopher Landon on board makes me think there's going to be a little bit more to it than um, the trailer presents.
1: I think it looks well done. Just my only fault is the trailer itself, which he may not have had anything to do with, but when does it come out? Did you say? Um, February 20-something. Dang. Okay. These trailers always drop right before the movie's out with
0: Netflix. I know. Um, I have one more piece of news that is not trailer related but is related to a trailer we're going to have a little bit later so we have a Stephen King trailer coming up at the end Um, but there is a Children of the Corn remake that we have uh, been talking about for a while Um, well Dylan it's got a date (laughs) finally Okay, March 3rd and then March 21st for On Demand so that's 18 day theatrical window Uh, yikes
1: and a, a long uh, lead time with a promotion.
0: No. And uh, also normally, as we mentioned with Megan surprising us on VOD, normally they don't advertise ahead of time when it's going to be on VOD unless it's like a same a day and date thing. But mm-hmm. 18 days, I feel like uh, zero confidence. They are contractually obligated to release it in theaters or something like that would be my guess. Yeah. Um, it's directed by Kurt Wimmer. I don't know who that is. Oh, he did uh, <laughs> Ultraviolet, the Mila Jovovich film. Oh, I never saw that one. I love that movie. It's terrible. I love that movie, though.
1: I always got it confused with another film that came out. Aeon Flux. With... Yes, that one. Yes. Yeah. Was that um, a
0: twin uh, movie? Um. They. Boy, those posters look the same. Yeah. Uh, but Aeon Flux is an anime adaptation. Ultraviolet's original. Ultraviolet's one of those movies that like you saw it and thought this movie is going to be the coolest looking film forever. Like It's always going to have great visuals. And you go back and watch it 20 years later. It's like, ooh, boy. These effects are not great. Um, but they were cool at the time. It was really cutting edge at the time. Anyway, so uh, apparently Children of the Corn sucks. All right. Moving on to some trailers that we got before um, Infinity Pool. We got a... Okay, so we had different... Dylan and I had different trailer experiences. I got Ant-Man in front of mine, which was really weird. Uh, 65, that weird Adam Driver spaceship dinosaur movie. Um, I got Scream 6 uh
1: oh nice okay
0: uh, i think you, you got, got like evil the blockbusters De- i did uh, but i also got some weird indie ones which i think you also got did you get any blockbusters i yeah. well, got evil dead right which is close enough
1: that's kind of yeah but not, a, not that i can remember no
0: okay um so for the first one is a film that is called from neon I think does did Neon release Infinity Pool? That has to be. I yes. got a lot of Neon trailers. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so ne- uh, Neon is releasing a film called How to Blow Up a Pipeline. It's a film that debuted at the Toronto Film Festival last year, um, which doesn't have a trailer online, so you can't go watch it yet. Um Weird. I know it's not on YouTube, it's not on a daily motion. I looked. Um, all you can get is an 18-second like primer video that released you know get you to watch it at the film festival um but it's supposed to be it's a it's a high stakes heist film uh about climate activism i i I thought the trailer was very compelling i thought it looked really good i thought it was really interesting what'd you think about it you got this one right yeah i got it as
1: well i thought it um i don't know okay so i was really on board with the beginning but then i assume it's just like the way the trailer was edited but it became very like action at the end and i thought that it was kind of, kind of weird um, yeah i I agree with that like very adrenaline
0: <laughs> right it, be- it
1: was like that's an interesting choice right.
0: right it became like a like a like a like a heist film like a like a oceans 11 type of thing yeah which it didn't give that vibe in the beginning it gave very down and dirty all right we're gonna blow up this pipeline you know save the world you know climate it- activism type thing
1: if I had to guess, I would say the movie itself isn't as exciting as the trailer.
0: Definitely not. I thought but the trailer looked interesting.
1: Either way, I'm down to see it. It looks pretty good. Yeah.
0: Um, I don't have it on my list, but we did get a trailer for another similar type of movie that debuted at a film festival last year called Bunker. Um, I thought it was going to look cool, but it looked pretty bad. Did you get that trailer? I didn't pregame it. I didn't know. It, it's a World War II Nazis, uh, zombies, monsters in a bunker. It, it's, it's been done it's, so many times. I know it started to look cool, but like that theme is just so tired for me. um And then the two trailers that I'm most excited about, we got one, the last one that we got before Infinity Pool for me was something called Ennis Men, which is another mm-hmm. neon film, which is a new British folk horror film that is directed by Mark Jenkins, who did a film called Bait in 2019 that I don't know. Um. And I really liked this trailer. This is, but like, if you know me, this, and you see this trailer, you go, Michael's going to like this trailer. It's yeah. got, it hits all my vibes. It's seventies feeling British, like <laughs> wicker man. Like this is, this is it. This is what I like. Um, so Dylan, what did you think of this trailer?
1: Michael, you didn't like it. I have mixed did you feelings. Did you get this? Yes, from I the did. Movie? I okay. did. Okay. Let me explain myself. Okay. I feel like movies that are filmed like this, like trying to be retro mm-hmm. and like super vibey, you know what I mean? Right. Like I feel like they have to be even better than like a normal movie that just they looks d- fine. You I, know what I mean. I, I
0: don't I don't disagree with you. I don't disagree so with like you.
1: It's like riskier, I feel like, to buy into it from the trailer because it could just be like a cool trailer with interesting visuals, you know? So I'm like so let me tell it has you. Has potential to be great, but I'm not. I, so I'm not hyped for it.
0: So let's see. What do we? I don't think we have. Okay, I do have a plot tagline here, but then I have a little bit more to give you that'll either make you roll your eyes or go, "Oh, that's interesting." Okay, so, but here's the plot. Um, A wildlife volunteer on an uninhibited island off the British coast descends into a terrifying madness that challenges her grip on reality and pushes her into a living nightmare, evoking the feeling of discovering a reel of never-before-seen celluloid unspooling in a haunted movie palace. This provocative and masterful vision of horror asserts Mark Jenkins as one of the UK's most exciting singular filmmakers. Okay. Um, I thought the trailer looked very cool. It's very metaphysical and weird and bizarre very 70s uk folk horror definitely hits all those vibes now why did it look so authentic dylan so this is either going to make you roll your eyes or you're going to think it's neat or both
1: what camera do they use
0: <laughs> okay Ennisman man was shot on 16 millimeter color negative using a 1970s clockwork bolex camera and post sync sound so they they shot it with all period equipment,
1: oh, and using period this.
0: and using period editing techniques, which I love. Um, this so they say they used this to achieve the feeling of discovering a reel of never before seen celluloid unspooling in a desolate haunted movie palace,
1: and then they dubbed over it. Uh huh. Interesting. That's, I did hear about. That's so that. okay. interesting
0: to me. Um, um, it's it's a, it, if the movie sucks, it's eye rolly, but if it's good. That's then, what I
1: mean. It's so risky. Like, you better be a good movie if you're going to have a trailer that tells me nothing and then rely on just, like, vibes. Like, you better deliver, you know?
0: I think it will, man. Like, I need to go see this movie, Bait. I've never heard of it. Dylan, do you know it? mm Okay. Well, we'll see. I'll, I'll never watch it, and I'll tell you what I think about it. Um, cool. <laughs> but anyway, so I would recommend go checking out the trailer. It's E-N-Y-S, men, M-E-N. Um and then we told you last week we were going to be getting a new Stephen King trailer for uh, an adaptation of a short story The Boogeyman uh which was which debuted as it said during the AFC champ- the NFC championship game um this past Sunday um anyway so uh it is from the director of Host and Dashcam Host I think I've seen Host I don't remember maybe by the director his name is Rob Savage anyway okay um so we got a theatrical trailer for it and quote still reeling from the tragic death of their mother a teenage girl and her little little brother find themselves plagued by a sadistic presence in their house and struggle to get their grieving father to pay attention before it's too late um and if you recall the story that we had last week is that this was supposed to be direct to what paramount plus or something um some streaming thing it was supposed to be st- Straight to streaming. and then test audiences really liked it. And so now it's getting a theatrical release. um, okay. Oh, it was originally direct to Hulu. That's what it was. It was originally direct to Hulu. um, but it had very strong stress uh, test screenings, and uh, Stephen King really liked it. So and this um, is the
1: one that Aquila Cooper wrote the yes, like Cooper Megan writer.
0: yes. So what did you think of this trailer, Dylan?
1: I love this trailer. I thought me too. I thought the scares were like, actually, it seemed unique. And I, I don't want it to turn to horror. So I can't say it's innovative, but like the rolling the light ball around. That was so like cool. Cause really you know, cool. what's coming yeah. though.
0: Like, you know, you're going to, but it got the...
1: me a little bit still. I was like, Oh, like, I don't yeah. know. I, I, I don't know. I'm really excited for it.
0: Me too. I'm so very this is... I,
1: I didn't care before this trailer.
0: Right. Um, It's coming out June 2nd, uh, 2023 from 20th century studios. Um, very much looking forward to that.
1: Well, now I I was going to ask you, do I need to read the book?
0: I've never read it. So it's, um, it was originally published in a magazine and then it was in night shift, which is a collection of short stories, which I have never read. Oh, um, there's a lot of King that I haven't read most. If it's a short story, I probably haven't read it. Um, unless it's in everything's eventual, which I did read because it has dark tower stuff. Um,
1: I'm other thinking about
0: that. it. Uh, and this is the first time that the, this has been adapted as a feature. So, which that's cool. does happen a lot for Stephen King. Things get readapted. But, and also there's, I don't recognize many people in this movie other than David Dashelmain.
1: You know, um, like Chris Messina? I don't remember. Oh, like, oh yes. Okay. Yeah. yeah, you're right. Yeah, I do. It was most recently in Birds of Prey, but that's from right. Mindy, Mindy Project and stuff like that.
0: Go, so go go check out this trailer. Um, I think it's pretty cool. But anyway, let's hear about all these tabletop events. Now it's time to give you the rundown on all of the awesome upcoming tabletop events for the month of July. All exact dates and formats can be found on our Discord server. Kicking it off with Keyforge, we run two events a month at our Clear Lake location from 7pm till around 9 KeyForge is the perfect game for casual and hardcore card game players. We also love our role-playing games. Once a month at our Clear Lake store, we host an in-store one-shot RPG for players of all skill levels. Players don't need to bring anything. All play materials, dice, pencils, and character sheets will be provided. There is no entry fee, however we do ask that you make a purchase of any size from the gaming department on the day of the event. Seats are very limited, and signups are only open for about three weeks before the event. And of course, I can't forget about Paint Club. Every month, we get together and paint some tabletop RPG miniatures. These events are for painters of all skill levels, including none. These events occur at Arcady and Clear Lake locations. We'll see you at the game tables. And we are back, and we are going to talk about Infinity Pool, the new film from Brandon Cronenberg. That is right, son of David Cronenberg, uh legendary weird filmmaker. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously, they cannot all be zingers with David Cronenberg, but, uh, you know, uh, he definitely has his own little flair. Uh, Brandon Cronenberg, to my knowledge, I've only seen one of his other movies, a movie called uh, Possessor or Possession. I can't remember. The poster's yellow. Possessor. Possessor. Poster's yep. yellow. That movie's really cool. Um. Very good. Have you seen that one?
1: No, but I know the poster, and I know like. Oh, it's Andrea got a great poster. Isn't it?
0: Yeah, um, it's got a great poster. It's very weird, much as hm. much like Infinity Pool. But anyway, Cronenbergian, Kronen- um, very Cronenbergian, but different. <sighs> I hate that word. He's not, but not. He's different. It's like this movie is very weird, but not like his dad's weird. It's different. Like, anyway, um, till I think anyway. There's not a lot of weird like body modification um
1: but if you told me crimes of the future infinity pool were made by the same person i would believe you i i mean that makes sense
0: but anyway spoilers for (laughs) infinity Infinity pool Pool. and i guess for crimes of the future um spoilers (laughs) for infinity pool uh this is it you have been warned the trailer truly does not tell you what this movie is about all right that's it all right. So I'm not gonna bury the lead. I really enjoyed this movie. And I'll tell you, I was it was sort of like edge of my seat watching for me, because like when I watched this trailer, whenever we talked about it a couple weeks ago, I remember saying it really just gives you tone and vibes, and that's fine, because I right. really liked those tone and vibes, and I thought it looked really colorful and interesting. Um what, what we I was also just super hyped for this movie anyway. Because I hadn't seen a movie in theater in like a month, and this was one I was actually looking forward to. It didn't have to watch, you know, quote unquote. Um, so I was looking forward to it. So where where were you at, Dylan?
1: I was excited about it, but... Um, you
0: had a busy movie weekend just in general.
1: I did. I watched 11 movies because I did the Sundance Film Festival online thing. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. It was... Did you enjoy it good, just ha- in general? Half okay. Yeah, I had a good time. I would recommend it next year. You can just buy, you can just kind of like buy tickets online and, and see movies via their streaming app. And it's fun. Um, Okay. But I would maybe advise not doing that many. (laughs) Did you buy like a uh, season
0: pass thing or did you just like, uh, no, just a la carte. So you picked all, you picked all your films.
1: Yeah. But the gag is you can, after the show, after they've announced the winners, you have a second chance to buy screenings for the things that won. And then you could like, kind of like guarantee yourself a better, experience a lot of so, them weren't done too like it seemed a lot of them seemed a little unfinished okay interesting um okay so anyway, anyway. infinity pool yeah you, which were... was actually part of the festival too there was an nc17 was version of it on the sundance app interesting um which apparently showed the scene you can probably guess there was one where they like cut away and only showed drips uh, yeah. oh in the movie yeah apparently that was fully shown it's no way yeah wow Cool. Maybe we'll see the NC17 cut one day. But um Heck yeah, my man. hype level was pretty high because I also really like the trailer and I've like become a Mia Goff stan. Of course. Account. um my Twitter is I don't have a Twitter, but you know, I mean, if I did <laughs> yeah, it right. would be a Mia, a Mia Goff stan account. Um after Pearl and X and um, She's great, man. She's great in everything and she needs her her flowers, you know. Pearl it's just, deserved she, she a was nomination. In Alexa the Suspiria and that weird one with um. Anyway, it doesn't matter. A cure for wellness
0: with Dane DeHaan.
1: Yes, that one. That's what I was thinking of. Oh, <laughs>
0: nope. that was my uh, Amazon dot. Oh, out here um, tripping.
1: Not Alexa. Um, I-, I can't say that out loud. Anyway, yeah, I was looking forward to it. Me too. To Requested.
0: <laughs> right. Thank you. So anyway, so and I think. Did you know anything plot wise going into it, other than what is no. on the trailer?
1: Just cool. a trailer,
0: And I think that is the best way to go about watching this film. Um, I think if I knew all the plot going in, I would have enjoyed it less. I still would have enjoyed it. But I think just the what? <laughs> what is this movie sort of feeling is what really uh, I one of the things I really enjoyed out of the movie. But anyway, let's talk about the performances. Uh, obviously, the big stars are Mia Goth and uh, Alexander Skarsgård. Mm-hmm. There's others in it as well. But those are the two main leads. I thought they were both really good. Obviously, Mia Goth is stellar in this.
1: Yeah, they're both fantastic. And like, I'm trying. It's hard to like summarize what the premise of the movie is, but it's like, I mean, I'll do it. You you can do it. You're better. I'll do it.
0: So it's there is a writer, Alexander Skarsgard, uh, a failed writer, you would say, going on a vacation at this island, which we know, or at this remote country some slavic country we don't know i don't it's got some name that i'm sure is made up but it's filmed in croatia but so yeah. it looks like croatia but it's called something else um and they can't speak the language and they're going here to do you know a big retreat he and his wife and you find out he's has uh, got writer's block and he's trying to be inspired and whatever but then they meet this couple mia goth and her husband who is played by somebody else who i don't know off my hand <laughs> Top of my head, uh, but it's irrelevant. He's irrelevant. Oh, oh he's not irrelevant. But anyway, no, that so was me
1: too. And make it. it was,
0: I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. Um, but anyway, they go want to. They convince him to go out on like a, an uh, a, a little trip, an excursion, outside, an excursion outside the grounds, and you find out like, oh, that's really weird. Why is this like tourist resort like gated and there's guards and you're not allowed to leave normally? So they have to sneak out and steal a car. And he accidentally, on the way back, they have too much to drink. He hits, he somebody with the car, kills him inadvertently. And me, like, Mm -hmm. nope, we're we're just leaving you. uh, This is it. We don't want to go to prison here. Like, okay, understood. And they leave, wakes up, goes to prison. And the guy's like, hey, (laughs) you know what? So what we're going to do is we're going to have to make a clone of you and let the, let the son of the guy who you killed, kill your clone. Yeah. And the depravity goes from there. And that's when the shift in the movie occurs. And the the plot of the movie then is surrounding um, this group of wealthy people who have been at this resort for an indeterminate amount of time, just acting a fool because they know they're just going to go and pay. We have to pay all this money to go get this clone made. Um, And... They're acting a fool, killing people, being terrors and all sorts of depravity. Yeah. Uh, And Alexander Skarsgård gets sucked into this world. And that is the general outline of the film. And it is bonkers. I'll tell you, like, it's one of those things where describing the plot, once you get to the, like, if you take out the, the cloning bit, like, it's a lot of, you know. You know, you, rich elites doing weird rich elite things and, you know, maybe they're drunk on their own power and money and they're trying to get away with stuff. And then you have yeah. this cloning element to it and it's just really, really weird. And what is it, what is it like to watch yourself die? Uh, can you fight yourself? Can you kill yourself? But not in that way. Boy, it is. It is a lot. There's a lot in this movie. Um, Agreed. It's it it honestly, I think it asks a lot of the viewer too, um, th- because there's a lot of like kind of heavy themes going on in the movie, um, a lot of high concept. I agree, concept. and it
1: like does almost nothing to like world build, so it's like Mm-mm. it's really, which is obviously a choice. So it's really like, hey, come along on this journey, and you. I feel like you have to buy, you have to like be down for that. Otherwise, you're not going to enjoy it at all, you know. Right.
0: Um. Yeah, for real. You you do have to be sort of down for whatever when you're going to watch this. You, I, I feel like you're not going to watch this just because you saw the poster. I feel like someone told you, or you know, something like that. Like, oh, the poster is really cool. The poster is great.
1: I love um, the poster.
0: I I really really like this movie. Um, it's it's very violent in parts. Yeah, I wouldn't say it's violent throughout, but there's bits that are very violent. Very violent. I was I know,
1: expecting it to be more violent. Because like they seemed like there were walkouts and stuff like that, and I was like, why? Well, After watching it, I'm like, what? I mean... Calm so down. You I review could... movies for a living.
0: Oh, yeah. I don't know why any professional movie reviewer would walk out. Except for the uh, the splashes scene. Maybe.
1: There's a lot of fluids in the movie. We will say there's that. There's a lot of fluids. Um, Sweat, blood, and
0: All sorts of stuff. Pee. Yeah, pee. Um, I can the tell you, one. so, uh, when... Dylan went to go see it with some other people. I saw it um, on Thursday. I saw it really early. Um, And Natalie, who used to work with us and goes to see movies with all the time, messaged me. And it's like, hey, because she has a hard time with gore. She's like, hey, can you tell me the gory parts without plot details? Like, sure. uh, So she can know what to look out for. And really, the only real standout grossest part of the movie, I think, gore-wise, is when the kid stabs him in the stomach. That's gross. That's really it good. Yeah, I love that. That was great. Like, oh, my God, they just don't stop. It's just it just keeps going. They just keep killing this guy. Look at that. Um, And it's like and then there's I, I said also it's like there's a scene where like six people get their throats cut, but it's mostly played for laughs. So, like, I don't think you really need to worry about that. Um,
1: Yeah, what you just said doesn't make any sense. unless No, <laughs>
0: unless <laughs> but like see it, people but, are dying. Like... You're watching them die and they're getting killed for real. But it's kind of funny.
1: Someone described it as like a best-up White Lotus, and I could definitely see that because it's like the elitists at a resort um, acting out, kind yeah. of. Sure. So it's kind of like sci-fi. Not sci-fi, but like, like a sci-fi. Right? Yeah, it's, it's a sci-fi <laughs> Sci-fi horror, horror, for sure. White
0: Lotus. Well, I mean, that's very David Cronenberg anyway. Um, so I also thought this was really well-directed as well. I thought... Um, a lot of the it was a very pretty movie to look at there was a lot of interesting framing going on in the movie um, lots of very strange um, shot compositions um, a lot of I times the, the people were very small in the frame or extraordinarily <laughs> close, close up like yeah it,
1: like an eye yeah. or a, a like a whole talking bit would just be on someone's I eye know. or mouth or something you know very interesting um, it was it was like visually a visual feast as they say Yeah. Um, but like there's always like, you, it's hard to get bored I feel like just because visually it's like something to like eat up and know? and
0: there's all those like psych- psychedelic trippy sequences where they're huffing the drugs or whatever and uh, everything gets the purple and blue lighting you know and
1: it's very vibey it's very vibey a vibey movie yeah
0: but it's okay, so I don't know if I honestly would recommend it to everyone though. Like Matt, I would. I told Matt, no, you probably would not like this movie. It's too weird. Um, I, I think it's mostly accessible, but like if you can't get handle a little bit of weird in your film, this this ain't it. But that's um, how you
1: get someone to watch it. You're like, oh, you wouldn't like it. It's too weird. You know? That's like, well, you know, fine. That's I will. Yeah,
0: and then they don't like it. Like, see, I told you. Um it's not a perfect film i mean there's some logic issues like um but that's in a lot of horror movies but um i don't really have a lot bad to say dylan what do you what do you do you have any uh, major complaints
1: i had a more mixed reaction than you did i still enjoyed it i don't i'm with you though about not recommending it to most people actually even like right it's a little crimes of the future like it is. level it, of like niche, I would I would say. I think it's more
0: know? accessible than crimes of the future. Crimes of the future is very bizarre. This is bizarre too, but like in a I, I guess it's know.
1: easier to follow. Um yeah, crimes of the future is just future.
0: strange wholesale. Like everything in that movie is strange. This one does like has a plot you can follow. It it has some like the characters act logically as they should mostly. So like it doesn't make sense if you buy into it. But whereas Crimes of the Future has such a complete they both have ludicrous plots. Um crimes of the future and this. But Crimes of the Future is consistently it's more abstract. consistently ludicrous throughout the entire film. Like you're like this is just
1: I would agree with that.
0: Every turn in Crimes of the Future is like, what? They're doing what? They got an ear on his foot? Or, you know whatever you know whatever whatever they're but doing like
1: this one I feel like did devolve into that like the characters like I, I think I fell off the train a little bit towards the end of like believability even though it's like something crazy things are happening but just narratively I I didn't follow all the way until the end with Alexander Skarsgård's character uh-huh the way he flipped back and forth like kind of confused me sometimes but I guess that was the point. He, yeah, um,
0: he was his he, he was very interesting to me. The thing the the characters that I couldn't follow were all the side characters, the elites.
1: Yeah. Cuz like they well,
0: to me they just sort of like I I think they were the they didn't even need to be there.
1: Yeah, um, there was nothing to follow with them.
0: Well, uh, to, to me that I think they were dragging it down. Um because I think if you just had Mia Goth and
1: her husband you know, oh them, okay, right. I meant just, including Mia Goth and her husband. I oh, feel no, like no, they no, have nothing
0: I, to. Uh, well, see, they character wise. Um, well, they're there to, to you know, to to be the the voice in the shoulder, right, to drag him down yeah. or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I think everyone else, aside from Mia Goth and the husband, don't need to be there. I think, um, without Mia Goth and her husband, then you have a completely different film. Like he just doubles and leaves and never comes back. True. Um or get stuck there with his passport. And then I don't know what the film is at that point. I didn't know where the film was going at that point. Like, well, he can't leave, but what's going to happen. The movie did keep surprising me as I was watching
1: it, but um, I need to think more about like, just watching it. I was like, what are they trying to say? You know? And I know this uh-huh. like beyond the obvious, which was like, you know, probably commentary on like classism and of course, um, you know, the obvious, but like, I've seen that so many times, like even this year, with like white Lotus and right triangle of sadness and the menu. And I feel like right. this is like, you know, a couple of years ago, like parasite and Joker were huge. Like, right. I feel like in the same year, I feel like we're seeing the effects of that and all these like movies about classism and the elite are coming out. Sure. And like, it's like to varying levels of success to me. And this one felt like I, the director said this was like, he was inspired by his uh, trips to resorts. Okay. And I'm like, is he aware of how, like, that he's a Nepo baby and he's, like, extremely privileged and, like, has a different lens? He's probably part of that problem. Right. You know, or is he, it, well, I think anybody watching who's it, doing, it didn't right. feel that way to me. That's, that's, that was one of my problems. Okay. It felt a little bit tone deaf in that way.
0: Hmm. I don't, I don't disagree with that entirely. I think,
1: I mean, I wish I knew nothing about the director who made it. And, you know, like it it would help me a little bit.
0: Right. right. You didn't know he was, his father was a
1: legendary filmmaker. Which can't be an accident because Alexander Skarsgård's character is a Nepo writer, you know, um, having writer's block. So like it has to be based on him to some extent. Right. Um, But I guess the specific commentary of what they meant by the clones he was talking a bit about how he thought of it like social media and like self-reflection hmm. and stuff like that. And like technology bad a little bit, which I wish I hadn't known that either. See, I um, didn't really get that from the film. Same. Yeah, I didn't get that either. Um,
0: it's also weird that he's, you know, describing it. You would normally would find like these arty directors not telling you what it's about.
1: Yeah. I don't want to hear that you were at the resort. Right. Right. He talked about how the resort had the same like barbed wire at the top, and how he would um, go there at night and couldn't see the rest of the town um, until the daytime when he was in the confines of the resort and stuff like that. And it's like,
0: well, see, I mean, that is interesting to me because, like, that's something that's like I'm never going to go to a place like that, you know. Like, so truly, only only the people who are that affluent can tell me that story. So you have to get someone who is really creative and arty and weird also check out his instagram it's the wildest thing oh okay um it's it's not actually but go brandon Cronenberg on instagram you'll you see you'll see what i'm talking about he's his his artist credentials are verified his weirdo art guy credentials are verified as far as i'm concerned um but anyway like truly only then at that point will the art the elite artists have that experience and tell it to me like, cause I would never but I see feel like
1: that. You don't need any real life experience to tell this story. Sh- like sure,
0: of, sure. I don't. I don't disagree with that. But I think I
1: just appreciate a little bit more nuance, like a parasite or something. Like,
0: oh, sure, this is not parasite. Once,
1: once you know the metaphor, it's like, well, I get it. Also, you know, a like, bit.
0: to be fair, David Cronenberg is not big on subtlety either. Like, Videodrome is all about you know media and technology consuming us. But like, a man literally like becomes the television. So like. It's not like Yeah. We're not, we're not using chisels here. We're using hammers. Um, but I think that's like the Cronenberg not to lump them together, but like that is like the Cronenberg style is to be heavy-handed. Like to to show you everything that they're doing and not do a nuance. Um
1: Is I, that I, do you think that ever delves into like meaningful metaphor but style over substance like if you don't have a lot to say except for one big metaphor is that like common in Cronenberg stuff or
0: yes very common in all of Cronenberg's things to have like a, a one major thing to talk about um in your film like Videodrome is a great movie but it is about people being that's just not my style, then.
1: yeah
0: um it's definitely different
1: <laughs> it's that being said I did enjoy it and it looked really good and I would like all my problems are with his script so like
0: and well, it's not like, even
1: like that it's a bad script it's just like
0: well I'll tell you like all the characters are unrelatable like all of them absolutely yeah. all of them well
1: except kind of his I, wife
0: his wife his wife is the most relatable even though she is also a Nepo baby who has a bajillion dollars and is financing her True. you know what I mean yeah. like other than like that but like she's the only one that reacts normally to anything in the film. She's like, what? We killed this guy. We can't leave this guy here and he's dead. We can have to call someone. Nope, we're not. Okay. And then I love that. She, they actually let her leave. Yeah. And she does leave. That's wild to me. The the other thing that I want to say that I expected to have happen that didn't happen is when um, they trick him into beating himself up. They trick him into beating up a clone of himself. I was expecting that to be his wife under the mask. That's what I was expecting. Oh, that, that would have been leave. wild.
1: I, I was like
0: okay. I was expecting that turn to happen.
1: I had a weird prediction too that I'm so glad didn't happen mm-hmm. um I don't even know why I predicted it but when he like ran away and ended up at the house of the people right um whose brother he hit before and like if you notice like when they hit him in the first scene, his face was all like messed up and you couldn't even like tell mm-hmm. I was worried that he like he was gonna wander onto the road and like Get hit. They would hit him, and it was like infinity pool, like it's in a loop. Or something. Oh, that would have been like, that would have been horrendous. I was, like, I was like, oh my god, please don't, because that would make no sense. But I was like convinced that was going to happen. I was very I mean, pleasantly surprised. That could
0: have that could have that could have been on there.
1: That could have so happened though. That could have happened. All right.
0: um right, let's let's rate this thing. um I for future for for reference, I gave Crimes of the Future initially. I gave it a four, and then I did rewatch it, and I gave it a three and a half. Um, okay <laughs> i still really like crimes of future but it's 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 something else um i'm giving this a four okay out of five to be fair uh to remind you we we use the letterbox score here
1: yeah or um, scale i haven't like i'm I'm having trouble settling on a score but i think i'm gonna go with three and a half that that's, a, that's still a solid. solid still a positive review um i think like I think actually, it might I might go the other direction than you. Like, I think if I rewatched it, I might enjoy it more. You think so? Um, yeah, I don't know. Let me see. I might, let me, I might revisit it.
0: Let me let me let me give you some other things. Dylan has given three and a half M- missing recently. Um, Hellraiser, Bros.
1: Oh, you're looking at my letter. I was like, Do I'm we looking have at these?
0: <laughs> no, <laughs> okay. the Mints, three and a half.
1: I stand by all these.
0: Top Gun Maverick three and a half.
1: Don't. Why did you have to say that? Now everyone's gonna hate me because <laughs> I didn't give Top Gun five stars.
0: Top Gun Stop Maverick. Airing out
1: my letterbox.
0: I'm sorry, hey, man. Air mine out.
1: Top, Mine's rough. Top, Top Gun wasn't that good. I'm sorry.
0: Top was Top Gun's a very important film, but like, Ma- Maverick is important because what you said it like it saved it saved Hollywood, right? Um. Yeah. But but really, any movie of that quality and caliber would have done the same job, but it was Top Gun. Um and also Top Gun Maverick, I also haven't seen it, but I am certain it's better than the original Top Gun. I think the original Top Gun is
1: perfectly executed. I will say that. It's exactly what it wants to be. It came at the perfect time with the nostalgia for a better time at the movies, and it was like everything with the red carpet was laid out for it.
0: Um, but the movie
1: itself isn't that great.
0: (laughs) Right. Um, but anyway, I I really enjoyed Infinity Pool. Um, it's a tough Wait, no, recommend. what are your, what are your oh.
1: recent four stars? Oh, my recent four
0: stars? Um, okay. me. yeah. um, recent four stars? Okay. Megan? Recent four stars? Megan?
1: Do you think he would like, okay. be in pain
0: the, here, to hear here, that? Here you go. It, the, so I'll only read ones that would make Brandon Cronenberg mad. Megan, Avatar, Black Panther, <laughs> um, The Black Phone, um, The Northman? He'd like that um eternals i also gave four stars. lamb four stars he'd he'd enjoy that
1: Uh, not all the blockbusters
0: damn uh no time to die oh you want you want weird ones i don't know if i I, I, mm.
1: no i think it's funny that it's like being compared to all these blockbusters
0: right um i also gave prey four stars i really like prey
1: yeah prey was good
0: yeah there you go um what did i give a three and a half that's a really that's that's now we're just like going down our letterbox um Malignant. No way. I gave Malignant two and a half. I'm sorry. I'm on the How wrong. How
1: dare you? How dare you? <laughs> I need
0: to rewatch it. I gave Terrifier two or three and a half.
1: Oh, okay. There you go.
0: Anyway, I think I think we've about done it here. Um. So would you recommend it,
1: Dylan? No. Unless you like weird vibey stuff.
0: Uh, yeah. Same. Like if you like sci-fi horror movies and also weird movies and can handle a few scenes of intense score. Um, and are in for a bonkers premise that you just heard us compl- completely, completely hmm So I'd say I, whatever, check it out, go watch it. You'll like it. You won't.
1: There's not that much out now. So like if you're going this week, I'd say like, sure, why not?
0: I mean, knock at the cabin comes out this week. So
1: that's someone that's risky too.
0: That's, that's big risky, man. He hadn't had a good movie in a hot minute, but I mean, we'll find out next week. Right. Uh, But anyway, that's going to do it for us this week. Thank you all so much for downloading us. We really appreciate all the support.
1: Bye, everyone. This is Dylan.
0: And I'm Michael. We'll see you next time. Thanks for sticking around for the mid-credits. We can tell you've been trained well. If you want to help us out, please go over to iTunes and leave us a five-star review. It'll really help new people find the show, and it will help us to get Rotten Tomatoes verified so we can start affecting those rankings. Then, check out our socials. or BRC Uncanny on Twitter, Uncanny Universe on Facebook and Instagram. We'll see you online.